0: Welcome to Mox on the Mic, your exclusive look into all things Chattanooga Athletics. Here's your host, Chris Goforth. Welcome in this week to Mox on the Mic. We have spent the last couple of weeks getting you ready for the Mox home opener. Here it is: Chattanooga takes on Kennesaw State Saturday night. Finley Stadium kickoff is set for six o'clock. Party in the Pavilion gets underway just before that. We look forward to seeing you out there. If you're planning on coming out to the game, make sure you swing by and say hello. From 3 until 5, you can find me broadcasting live on the flagship station of the Chattanooga Mox WFLI from 3 until 5 from inside the Pavilion. Look forward to seeing you there and look forward to a a big crowd and a Mox win uh, on Saturday. Good time for you today here on Mox on the Mic. We've got Brian Wright. He's the executive director of Finley Stadium. He's going to join us also. Uh, Andrew Horton, the deputy athletic director, will be with us. Changes, changes, and changes at Finley Stadium. There's plenty of upgrades. There's some good things happening in the concession stands. We'll give you all the details on that as we kick it off this week. Here's Brian Wright, the executive director of Finley Stadium. Well, Brian, I appreciate you uh, giving us a little bit of time here as uh, we get ready to kick off a uh, the home portion, I guess, of uh, of Chattanooga football. What all goes into the ramp up for you to get ready for what folks will experience on Saturdays?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, uh, planning starts pretty much after the final game. Um, you know, what are those things that that you can adjust week to week? Um, or over the course of a few weeks during the season that uh, you really want to make improvements for going into the next season. So uh, for us, planning started about eight months ago, and a lot of it kind of uh, coalesces into the last two weeks when uh, we have signage being installed all over the stadium, cleaning the North concession stands again, um, and going through those final uh, trainings and uh, preseason meetings with uh staff and uh, new game day staff and contractors to get the season ready. So it, it's kind of a long process that, um, unfortunately, just the way it always ends up, everything's crammed into the last couple weeks to get it uh done and ready to go for the home opener.
0: What's new this year? What are we going to see new at, at Finley Stadium?
1: You know, the biggest thing I heard, and I've been here about 13 months now, uh, last year was people wanted uh, more f op- offerings, higher quality F&B offerings. Um, it's just such an important part of the, the game day experience now. And so we invested uh, quite a bit of uh, money and a whole lot of time in really upping our, our food and beverage game. Um, and over the course of Chattanooga FC soccer season, we've been able to put it to the test, make adjustments and I feel really good about where we're at going into this first game. So uh, what you can see is we'll have three uh, grab-and-go drink stations. We call them Fort Finley Markets. They have over 15 beer products, uh, 10 seltzer can cocktail Mm -hmm. products, um, and you can get it, grab it yourself, uh, speedy checkout, and get back to the game. Uh, Concessions-wise, of course, we got hamburgers, hot dogs, but we also got Uh, some really good uh, loaded barbecue nachos, barbecue sandwiches, uh, of course, Papa John's pizza, uh, large German pretzels, and about eight vendors that'll be spread out throughout the concourse and under the scoreboard uh, to really kind of satisfy all the needs. Not only, you know, folks that want to have a beer and a dog at the game, uh, but also kids that want to have a frozen banana, uh, covered in chocolate, um, or a large ice cream sandwich or things like that. So, uh, we're really excited about the food and beverage and I think, uh, fans and longtime UTC supporters are really going to appreciate some of the, some of the upgrades they'll see uh, this Saturday.
0: I wasn't hungry until you started talking, Brian. <laughs> yeah. The frozen banana sounds pretty good today. Uh, you have so-
1: to have one, but on Instagram, it, it looks super good. So I'm excited to try
0: Don't you think, though, that has become one of those things that when folks attend a a sporting event now, look, the bar has been raised from, and look, there's nothing wrong with burgers and dogs, right? I mean, I'll stand in line all day uh, for a good hamburger, but folks expect more than that now when they come to a sporting event, don't they?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the game has totally changed in the last 10 years from, you know, cheap food, quick service, cold hot dogs to uh, what you see now. And it, it was very prevalent at the professional level five years ago. But uh, you see the huge investments, you know, the University of Tennessee is making a Neyland Stadium all around F&B mm-hmm. uh, as beer and alcohol has made its way into college football. Um, it's now spreading into the food element as well. So that's something that uh, we had a lot of work to do this this off season to get kind of up to par. Um, and it's it's a continual process because with food you got to keep it interesting, right? You got to keep having new and innovative type stuff. But you uh, know we're really excited to launch it here this Saturday and just continue to go grow up, grow up from there.
0: You spent some time at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, didn't you?
1: Yep, sure did
0: what did you learn from that experience being there that you're able to to bring to finley stadium as the executive director
1: yeah and you, you know a lot of people think mercedes-benz stadium they got all the money that of course it's a better experience of course it's this of course it's that um and, and for me you know what we did better than any other stadium i i've i've seen around the country is really take in feedback from guests and fans that come to our events and turn it into action. Um, and a lot of time that doesn't cost a dime, that just costs, uh, you know, caring and putting in the effort to um, improve the experience. That's something we've brought here. Um, you know, we send out surveys after every event and our whole staff sits down afterwards and, and reads it um, and talks about how we can make improvements and and really creates that dialogue Uh, between staff and guests to where you know when you first start you're dealing with big issues right Um, long entry lines you know all that type things but um, as you make those continual improvements um, after five or six years in Atlanta you know we were talking about minute issues that was more of just a pet peeve for this one or two season ticket holder that you know how do we solve for that without you know, changing everybody else's experience. Um, so it's a really cool process over the course of years. Um, and it, it's something that over the last year uh, we've been doing and it, it's come, it's really come to fruition. I think a lot of folks will, will notice some differences when they come to the, the game this Saturday and appreciate the effort.
0: Tell us a little bit about the recycling program that you guys have at, at Finley and, and what you're doing there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, That's something, you know, my my first job when I was a freshman in college was at Finley Stadium and my job was tailgating trash. And uh, that's a heck of a position to put, you know, a a 17 year old in, uh, especially with all the fraternities and stuff in the north lot. Um, And so at that time, you know, just collect everything you can and get it thrown away. but through that experience, it, you know, really brought, you know, I always recycled growing up, but all of a sudden you see hundreds of people uh, not recycling, throwing things in a landfill. And you're like, gosh, you know, w- what I'm doing uh, maybe isn't actually making that big of a difference just at home. Um, I got to figure out a way to really kind of spread it to a larger population. And sporting events are such a great place to start that conversation and education uh, with the public because it's a controlled environment. Everything someone's throwing away is something you're putting in their hands, right? Um, And so you're able to really create signage and packaging and messaging uh, that can translate to people. So what what we've been doing the last year here is uh, really focusing in on hard on aluminum cans in particular, uh, which is infinitely recyclable, easy to recycle um, and easy for people to grasp that it is recyclable. And we've been taking those to a partner down the street, CMC Recycling, and those metal proceeds from the cans are being donated straight to Habitat for Humanity uh, for projects they're doing here in Chattanooga, in Alton Park, just down the street from here. Um, So we've raised over $1,200, I believe, to date uh, through that program just in the last year. And we're really taking it to the next level as some of our partners, including TriStar Beverage, Coca-Cola Bottling, have signed on and helped support um, additional receptacles and actually an aluminum trailer that uh, fans will get to see here on the concourse. Um, So when you put a can in the recycling, you can rest assured, uh, you know, there's a clear path to where it's getting recycled. And that's really important, not only for what we're doing here, but for really creating confidence in the community that, um, you know, recycling does actually make a difference and it does actually, uh, divert waste from the landfill.
0: Wow. That's a, uh, a tremendous effort that, that you guys have put into, um, to the recycling program there. Let me ask you, when you were 17 years old, picking up trash in the parking lot, did you ever think that, uh, maybe I'll be running this place one day?
1: Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I know.
2: Yeah.
1: Had a lot going on at that time.
2: <laughs>
0: How many events will Finley Stadium host over the course of uh, of twelve months?
1: Yeah, so a lot of people don't realize we actually operate the First Horizon Pavilion as well across the street, um, and so between the two venues, uh, we'll host over a hundred or two hundred and seventy events uh, this year, um, and that's that's a, a fairly decent increase from. Uh, some of our more routine activations we've added, like uh, Main Street Farmer's Market, which is every Wednesday in the South Parking Lot. Uh, we have a pickleball league that plays every Tuesday in the Pavilion. Uh, so we've added a lot of daily activation type things that uh, is kind of changing this from just a Saturday-Sunday venue into a 365 venue.
0: Are you able to use some of those events, CFC, um the the high school football jamboree, uh, UTC soccer playing there. Are you able to use those almost as like guinea pigs or test runs, if you will, for what is going to to happen on a Saturday when Chattanooga plays football?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, such a big part of it is, um, you know, if we only had UTC football here, It would be really hard to staff, you know, just five Saturdays in the fall um, and be able to keep staff coming back year after year. And so by adding all this kind of daily activity, you know, what we're really doing is shifting our business from, um, you know, being five Saturdays in the fall or five Saturdays in the fall plus 15 Saturdays in the spring and summer with soccer uh, to be able to grow and kind of maintain a staff year round. Uh, which is so important in this business because, um, you know, you, as with any industry, you're only as good as your people, but um, you're also only as good as the number of people you can, uh, you know, put out there to help serve 10,000 fans on a Saturday. So um, I, don't know, I don't know if guinea pigs is the right word, but um, it definitely kind of layers our schedule in a way that allows us to uh, support our bigger events uh, even better.
0: You've talked about what is inside the um, the stadium now from a food and beverage standpoint. You talked about the recycling program. Anything else inside the venue itself that fans will notice different from years past?
1: Yeah, it's one thing I'm I'm really excited about um, you know it's one thing to have to stand in line at a concession stand. Um, it's a whole nother thing when you're standing in line and you miss a touchdown, right? Uh, that's why you're here is to see those scores. And so when someone's having to stand in line and they can't see the game, uh, that's a real miss on, on the guest experience side. So uh, through upgrading some TVs and the sky boxes, we were able to relocate quite a few TVs down into the concession stands, about 15 total. Um, so, you know, there will be lines at some point in time, right? That you can't totally eliminate that, especially at halftime and and prior to the game. But uh, what we can do is at least you know give you some content to look at. So uh, while you're at the concession lines, you'll be able to actually keep up with the game and see what's going on. Um, and I I feel like that's a that's a huge deal. Um, and I think I think a lot of fans will appreciate that.
0: What about outside the stadium? Can you shed any light on uh, parking situations, traffic flows, anything like that?
1: Yeah, so you know, as always, um, you know, if you don't have a reserved parking pass, uh, our lots um, you know, as developments kind of come up around the stadium, we're we we're squeezed in a little bit more every year. So, um, arrive early, especially if you want to tailgate out in the north lot. Um, and, you know, have a good time. So, um, the tailgate atmosphere has always been awesome, particularly in the pavilion. Uh, so there's not much to improve by that. By that uh, token, but uh, really excited to see the atmosphere, and uh, looks like it's going to be great weather, so I'm excited for Saturday.
0: How early will the pavilion be available on Saturday?
1: I believe party at the pavilion opens at 2 p.m. Saturday. Uh, you can show up earlier, um, but uh, the activation and all the activities will start start about two.
0: Brian appreciate the time. I look forward to catching up with you again, man, but uh thanks for uh thanks for hanging with us for a little while.
1: Hey, absolutely. Thank you for having
0: me. Hey, thanks to Brian for giving us some time and uh again, how can you go wrong with the new food choices at uh, Findlay Stadium? For more on game day, let's talk about the pavilion. We'll get some answers to some questions on uh, what's going to be happening over there. Andrew Horton will join us. He is the Deputy Athletic Director for the Chattanooga Mocs. Andrew, appreciate the time. Uh, thanks for uh, – I, look, I, I know it's a very busy week for you getting ready for um, the home opener on, on Saturday. Take us through as a guy that deals with so, mu- so many aspects internally in pulling off a Chattanooga football game day. What all goes into this week for you?
2: Well, you know, I, I would say a lot goes into – well, first, let me go back, to Chris, and say thanks again for having me. Um, I think a lot goes into uh, it for everybody on our staff. And so it's a, it's a jam pack week of, of trying to get uh, uh, all of our info out for game day to our fans, uh, make sure we're all set up, ready to go, especially, you know, home opener. Um, you know, make sure we're ready to go, Finley, and – and uh you know, ready to uh, have everybody come join us. Um, so it's just a, a lot of communications. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, prep work and kind of putting the finishing touches on on uh, the game day. You
0: know, one of the unique things about a game day at, at Chattanooga, and a, a game day at Finley Stadium, is what happens in the pavilion. Uh, if you can look, I know a lot of folks want to come out. They want to see the. They want to see the team walk through. They want to hear the band, see the cheerleaders, and just kind of take in everything that happens there. Kind of walk us through what's going to happen in the pavilion on Saturday.
2: Yeah, the the, the party in the pavilion uh, is one of, uh, I think, the, probably the most unique experience that we have. Just not many places have that that pavilion, as as you know. Um, so we've got a lot of things planned. You know, uh, the party in the pavilion will 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 start at three um, thirty. Uh, it'll kick off and we'll have, uh, you'll have the mock walk that comes through, uh, before that, or right, right after that 345, um, you'll have the team come through, you'll have tailgaters, you'll have hospitality zones, you know, uh, our, our football program is in there recruiting and, uh, and they'll have their area. And then you have the inflatable zone for kids. It's open to the public. Uh, we've added some new inflatables. Um, you know, we've added some new games and, and, and it's kind of a fun area for kids to go and kind of hang out. Uh, and, and this year we'll also have a new pregame uh, uh, radio show taking place in there. Uh, so there's just a lot to see and do, um, whether you have a, a space or uh, you're, you're there just to, to pop into the game day and want to stop by. Uh, it ends at 515 with the band and the spirit team uh, performing in their mock rock concert. Um, at, and then we all go into the stadium. So it's it's a you know a great um, engagement and, and fun, exciting time for our fans.
0: What do I need to know, Andrew? If I'm coming to the game and I want to tailgate, what do I need to know beforehand?
2: Well, you know, I, I think knowing that you know the parking, most of our parking is on the north side. Um, it's ten bucks for a parking spot uh, on on that north side. And so, for the general public, uh, we have parking throughout that uh, for for Moss Club members and season ticket holders. But um, so, and then the pavilion is on that west side, and it's it's open for everybody. It's not just uh, for those that may have private spaces in there. Um, But to to get there early, um, you know, get in, enjoy it, uh, and and come through the pavilion before you come into game day. Um, On game day, we we've got. You know, so many things that are happening down there uh, inside the stadium with with Finley Stadium, executive director, Brian Wright. They've added uh, tons of concession options. So um, that's always, you know, plan ahead because there's a lot of new food options and a lot of things you can can take advantage of there. Um, And we're cashless. um, And that's something new this year, completely across the board, cashless on game day. You can buy your tickets there. Um, and you can get a hard ticket, uh, but but it will be a cashless uh, transaction.
0: Yeah, I wanted to get your uh, get your thoughts on once folks get inside Finley Stadium. and we talked about this with Brian already, but I, I wanted you to touch on it as well what you're going to see different. Brian talked about some of the new food options that are going to be there, Uh, some TVs now in the concourse. So if you time your trip to the concession stand wrong, Andrew, while you're waiting on your nachos, you no longer miss a Mox touchdown.
2: Yeah, they've made some great upgrades, uh, new technology out there. Um, We're really excited about, you know, concessions over the years is is something that we hear uh, a lot about. Um, You you want to definitely lessen the lines and the length of those lines, the speed of service. So Brian and his staff have done a great job. They brought in an assortment of vendors um, from uh, lemonade to uh, barbecue nachos. Um, You know, I I hear we may have Petro's this year. Um, And so you're going to have a lot of options, um, including some of the, the standard concession fare. Um, you're also going to have some grab-and-go markets, which, you know, are very exciting that people can just walk in, grab what they want to drink, walk back out. Um, I think he said there's going to be 25-plus beverage selections in that area. Um, and just to keep those, the speed going so you can get back to the game. But during that time, as you said, you you can keep up with the game. Um, so hopefully we're moving you through the lines pretty fast. But um, And then with all the, the great food options that we've tried – uh, they're they're spectacular. So hopefully, fans will come down and, and really enjoy that part of the game day as well. How much
0: time, effort, and thought goes into the fan experience when it comes to planning and and putting all of this together—from the pavilion to inside the stadium to halftime to post-game, all of it.
2: Yeah, it, it's a, a huge part of it. Uh, I would say it's probably the the one of the most things that we talk about. I mean, we. We always say we can't control what happens on the field. Um, we think we have a great team, great program, and, and we're going to uh, to win some ball games. Um, but from an external side, you know, we want that fan experience to be the best possible experience where you go home, you talk about it, you enjoyed it, you got into the venue, you got out with ease. That's one of the things we, we chat about. You know, you definitely can go to some other ballparks or some other uh, venues that are a little bit bigger and have more people. Uh, but, you know, you can come to ours. You're going to get in, get out, get home. It's affordable, uh, you know, as, as, and we didn't touch on it, but the promotions this week, I mean, come down in a jersey as a youth, you get it free. Um, you know, night of champions. We're going to celebrate all our champion teams, all our academic teams. We're going to have freshmen running out on the field in the mock um, There, It, it is uh, the fan experience and talking about how do we take what you see at, you know, a Titans game, you know, and, and try to put that here for our fans and, and, and with our resources, um, but try to do it at a different level. Um, and so it's something that we constantly talk about. Um, we think that that brings people back, um, that experience that they have, and then they'll hopefully bring some friends and family with them.
0: Andrew, you, you mentioned the the Titans. The one thing that I have said for a long time about coming to a Mox game, and I'll I'll draw the comparison to a Titans game. If you go to a Titans game, and let's say it's it's the typical one o'clock kickoff. You're missing everything that happens that day, pretty much in the NFL. You're definitely missing all of the one uh, all of the other one o'clock games of the day. You're going to miss the four o'clock games. Maybe you get back home in time to be able to catch Sunday night football, but for the most part, you're in that little bubble. One of the cool things about coming to a to a Mox game is look, I, I'm going to be able to watch the early kickoffs on Saturday. Chattanooga kicks off at 6. I'll be able to watch a good part of that 3.30 game on CBS, and I'm still going to get home at night in time to be able to see the late kicks from the West Coast.
2: Absolutely. Uh, another thing that we talk about, I mean, th- just the ability to get in and out. You can take in your games. Go watch a Moss game. You know, the hometown team, uh, come down and support. Uh, you can get in, get out. And have a great time. It really is a good. I know I'm biased, uh, but but I think our staff um, does an incredible job for the amount of human resources and fiscal resources that we have. Uh, I would put our experience up against those Ooh. at, at Nealand or Bama and you know all these other schools. It's just different resources, and so but the experience that you have is still college football. It's a different level. And so coming out and seeing the talent uh, the talent on the field with our student athletes and seeing the video board productions that uh, Leah and Abby and Tate do and and seeing the marketing efforts of, of Ashley and Hannah and our staff there and the hospitality and, and, and the, our donor level hospitality. I mean, it's, it really is fantastic what we put on. Um, and so, uh, and you get to watch those other games and get in and, and at affordable prices. It's, it's fifteen bucks for a GA ticket, and and if your child twelve and under wears a youth jersey, they're getting it free this week, and so it's very affordable family fun.
0: Andrew, you've been in the Chattanooga athletic department now, you've been here a while, uh, so I and I think you're you may be the perfect guy to ask this question to, uh, because I believe it to be true. The biggest experience or the, the biggest change, I guess to a football game day has been the fact that it's gone from being just a game where you showed up, you watch the game, you went home to now it's actually an experience. And that's something that's come about really over the last 15 years. I feel like your thoughts on where it was, where it is and where we're headed with this.
2: Yeah, I, I think it definitely has changed since I started. Um, you know, we, We've always obviously thought about the fans and, and how do we get them to the game and have a good time. But um, trying to build around those pregame experiences and then that end game, um, you know, what you see during the timeouts, the music you hear, um, you know, when there is a dead ball. You know, I remember dating back to, you know, um, uh, Rick Hart's time here, you know, talking about no dead air. Um, you know, you really want everything to 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 for a fan to really feel that excitement. You know, you don't want it to be a, a lull and, and um, kind of a down moment um, whenever the the ball's not in play. And so, you know, really just taking that and and looking around at the industry and figuring out this best practice approach. And our, our current AD, Mark Wharton, has is, is, uh, obviously done a fantastic job building a staff that that all believes in that and the culture of, of you know, just having a, a great atmosphere for fans and so just trying to continue to build on that i mean when you see something at another venue how do we do that here Uh, it may look a little different as i mentioned earlier but there's a way to do it um and then now you know just trying to get those fans to come out experience that and as you mentioned know that you can still watch those other games we don't mind you know be a fan of someone else that's fine but then come out and support the hometown team uh you know we're, we're happy to have you uh we promise you'll have a good time and then, you know, we're going to take that feedback that you know, we we constantly survey. Uh, I think after every football game, you know, we have a survey that goes out to anybody who attended. And we we try to implement that, you know, that's um, kind of where those concessions and um, over the years, those upgrades and in-game experiences, knowing, uh, you know, music changes and things like that, that we've tried to adjust um, to make it even better.
0: Andrew, let's talk ticket sales here for just a minute. Uh, season tickets on sale, obviously, single game tickets on sale. Everybody knows you can go to gomox.com, find your tickets there. I think it's gomox.com slash tickets. You can also buy them at the gate at Finley Stadium. Two things here. One, any other ways to be able to get tickets? What's going to be the most efficient way if you're showing up Saturday without a ticket? And two, how have ticket sales gone for football heading into this uh, home portion of the season?
2: Absolutely, I always encourage everybody to buy your tickets in advance. You save two bucks. Um, so on game day, there is a a walk up uh, fee that we add into um, to that uh, cost of ticket. So on game day, it's seventeen dollars for a general admission ticket, twenty seven in the chair back area, um, and then twelve and under youth are seven for GA. Um, but if you buy in advance, you save you save those two bucks, whether you call 266-MOX, whether, as you mentioned, you go online at, at domox.com uh, backslash tickets, um, definitely encourage you to buy in advance. Um, encourage the mobile print-at-home delivery. It's very easy. Um, and so I would encourage that. Uh, if you get to the game and you don't have tickets, the process is easy. Uh, the box office at the Pavilion opens up three hours prior. Every other box office. Is opening up uh, uh, right around two hours prior, um, and so you come to a box office, purchase your ticket there, we'll print it off for you, uh, so you can walk right in when gates open ninety minutes prior to game. Um, but but definitely would encourage everybody to to buy in advance. Um, and that just makes it a lot easier uh, when you get there. Um, in terms of uh, the the second part of your your question on tickets and kind of where we stand, we're we're ahead right now uh, on single game. I was looking last night, trying to uh, figure out where we were at. Uh, And so single game tickets were up uh, where we were at this time last year, which is exciting. Uh, Just shows the the support from the hometown and the work of our staff. Um, And so very excited there. Season tickets were about on par where we were last year, maybe slightly ahead, um, which is also exciting. So uh, still got two more days to buy season tickets. That's the most affordable way. Um, to purchase your tickets uh, on a season basis and um, support the mocks and tickets start as low as $60 uh, for general admission. That's all five games. I mean, that's the price of uh, one ticket in some locations. So uh, definitely uh, come out. If you can't use your tickets, it's easy to transfer them. We'll take them back and donate them to a nonprofit, uh, a a local uh, community nonprofit, so they can come to the game. So Uh, just, you know, there's a lot of ways to support and get to see a Mocs game this year.
0: Andrew, appreciate the time as always great to catch up. I'm sure we'll, uh, we'll see you in the pavilion and in Finley stadium on Saturday. Can't wait.
2: Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Chris.
0: Thanks to Andrew for his time. Appreciate Brian for hanging out with us for a little while today as well. If you don't have your tickets yet, you heard Andrew. Get over GoMox.com. You can find your tickets there. You can uh, also uh, be able to buy them uh, at the gate, both at in the ticket office, uh, the box office there, at the pavilion, and also at the Finley Stadium box offices as well. Save yourself a little bit of money. Go ahead. Get them in advance head over to mox.com and you can do that there. While you're at it, if you come to the game Saturday, make sure you tell a friend about Mox on the Mic. Just take their phone and subscribe to the podcast for them. That's how you have to do this. Appreciate you listening wherever you may be joining us from. We hope you'll be with us again next time. Look forward to seeing you Saturday as the Mocs take on Kennesaw State. Kickoff set for 6 o'clock inside Finley Stadium. Until next time, so long and go Mocs. Thanks for listening to Mocs on the Mic. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and review. And we'll see you again soon.